it was a crazy market. And I had this client that had written on a couple of things and hadn't gotten them. And then Mandy had this beautiful basement. Um, it was a basement. It was oh, that, first floor. That, was first, that one was first floor. You remember they went through that little... <laughs> I sold all the basements in she, D.C. She went through a little basement phase for yeah. a minute. Um, if, if there was a basement in D.C. to be sold. <laughs> so she was um, the girl. And then we just did a lot of interaction and talking about real estate and sort of working on different things and talking about different ideas. And uh, every time we would talk, I would end the call with, and we should be business partners. And she would end the call with, I got to go. Hey. Hi. Nice to see you guys. Good, Good to see, see you. you. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having us. You picked a really beautiful day to have us out. We always love hanging with you. This is the worst day I've seen. We were going to sit outside and have lunch, but then we thought, eh, maybe we'll just come in from the rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were walking from Lincoln to here, which is a total of maybe 100 feet. I mean, I couldn't take it. Yeah. So for those that don't know you, Mandy Mills, David Getson, you run the Mandy and David team. We do. Mm-hmm. One of the largest teams in the country. Yeah. Always at the top of the DMV list, the top performing teams. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're one of the largest, but we're definitely one of the more successful. I like this. I yeah. want to hear about that. Right? Yeah. yeah. There, I mean, I think the mega team is the new yeah, yeah. yeah and we're yeah. not that yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah but on like fulcrum has a gigantic team yeah, yeah. fulcrum okay and yeah. so does carrie schull right yeah carrie, carrie. Schull's got like yeah, she 30 got a giant or 40 team. people yeah, she does so we have yeah like we we sort of run between like 15 to 19 practicing agents yeah. um and and that is Sometimes just because we like to we like to talk about <laughs> our, our recruiting strategies. Our recruiting strategies. <laughs> you know how like you go into a shoe store and you try on these shoes and you're like, gosh, these shoes are so comfortable. And then you walk around in them and you're like, these shoes are so incredibly uncomfortable. Like, what was I thinking? But you, there's no way to know until you walk around in the world with them. Yeah. And I think that that is people selling real estate and trying yeah. to figure out if it's a good fit for them it's for us to see if they're a good fit for the team like mm-hmm. it's all about like i think you know you there's books upon books and articles upon articles written about good hiring strategies and all that and yeah. i think dave and i both believe at the end of the day like you kind of just have to try it. It's a marriage, all right? And it's a marriage. It goes both ways. Even though it's you dating. Have, it's like, you know, dating. It's like, it's yeah. Yeah. It's for sure like That's dating. Yeah. Know, so I think that's a really good point. It's dating, and you can have two great people, but it might not be a good fit, right? Right. And we've had people be on the team that we have. Uh, we had this one woman, and she was the most lovely yeah. human. And I think David had to tell her, like, Real estate is not for you because you're too tender hearted. Mm-hmm. You were mentoring her. I was. And she was not bad at, at the, but it was just. Oh, it, she like lived it and breathed it in a way that was. Not healthy. Not healthy, it felt like, yeah. And you were like, this might not, this career might not be the right fit for you. And we've had people on the team who have wanted to come in the first day and tell us how to do it. Yeah. And we're like, mm. You should go do you, that. Yeah, you should yeah. do that yeah. elsewhere. Sure. Um, That's all true. And we always, I think we like to take advice and... and yeah, you can't come in on day one, though. You, I mean, you can, you know, yeah. give it a week at least yeah. to sort of take everybody's tell temperature. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Yeah, and then tell us what we're doing Receiving wrong. Receiving that honesty, I mean, first of all, it could have saved that person years of pain. Mm-hmm. So that's impressive. Yeah. Now, it kind of goes back to kind of what we're talking about, where you guys have kept a lot of your team together for many years. What do you think that is from? I think that 
I think it has a lot to do with the way that we treat the people, because we the, the numbers are extremely important, but I think that we also recognize that people have life and life events. So, you know, people, I mean, I, I have this, philosophically, I believe that real estate agents are extremely resilient people, and they go through so many things, and I think that we as real estate agents have to compartmentalize many, many things, and I think that when you go through something, you, compartment, you may compartmentalize it, but you still have to deal with this thing over here, so sometimes your numbers or whatever change, and we're, I don't, we're not the type of organization that's like, if you, don't, you know, if you don't do this amount, you can't be here, or whatever. We sort of try to give everybody the breadth and space to experience what they're experiencing. We had a Somebody lose their mom this year. We had somebody, you know, get pregnant, have a baby this year. And I think that there are a lot of teams out there that are like teams in name, like they're marketing agreements, and they just sort of like work in parallel. They work in tandem. And I think like we legitimately care about each other. We had a big team meeting yesterday, and it's like there's a lot of brains in the room, and we want to like give a voice and a platform to all the to all the brains in the room. And and I don't think we ever. Feel like we're necessarily the smartest people in the room and for sure that we have all the answers and, You're and i have definitely smarter than me in the room <laughs> <laughs> always but sure in different ways. Um, one of the reasons why i like this podcast is everyone we've had on to date you know i've learned a lot about them even though i thought i knew them mm-hmm. sadly when i was doing a little research i feel like i don't even know when you guys met i don't know when you met i don't know how you guys came together let's hear the story we met doing a deal, and then I was like... Like, oh, 04. Yeah, something like that, 04. <clears throat> so the long story long is that it was a crazy market, and I had this client that had written on a couple of things and hadn't gotten them, and then Mandy had this beautiful basement um, It unit. was a basement. It was oh, that first was, floor. That, was first, that one was first floor. You remember that you went through that little... That <laughs> sold all the basements in she, D.C. She went through a little basement phase for yeah. a minute. Like um, if there was a basement in D.C. to be sold... <laughs> she was the girl. Um, but yeah, so there was a, an apartment, and, um, and I was like, I wrote the offer, and I said, message her, and I'm actually, you know, called her, because there was no messaging then, probably. I called her. We actually spoke on the phone a all lot, the time. Yeah. And I was like, hey, um, I'm going to submit this offer. I'm going to expire. And she's like, you can expire it if you want, but my client is a bit of a pothead, so he just sort of gets back to me when he wants to get back to me. So if you expire it, you're going to have to unexpire it. And I'm like, well, really, I just, really what I'm trying to say is I don't want you to shop it. And she's like, I promise you I will not shop it. And I was like, you have a very honest voice, because we had never met. Um, And I was like, I believe you. And then... She got it signed a couple of days later, and then I was like, and we should be business partners. Um, And then we just did a lot of interaction and talking about real estate and sort of working on different things and talking about different ideas. And uh, every time we would talk, I would end the call with, and we should be business partners, and she would end the call with, I got to (laughs) go. And so she would go, hang up on me, um, on her palm. My Blackberry. On her Blackberry, yeah. And uh, we did that for about a year, right? About Mm -hmm. a year. And then I was like, we should be business partners. And she was like, let's talk about that now. And so that's that was from the beginning. What brokerages were you guys at? I was at Remax. And I was a coal banker. Yep. And then where did you end up going when you did part? So we formed our own brokerage with a person in the industry named Bill Hounchell, and we formed this little brokerage, and it was me and David. Mansoor. Mansoor Abarame. um, Tyler. Tyler Garrison. Donnell. Fernando. Fernando. Lindsay Dreyer. Yeah. Wow. So it was this teeny tiny little... Boutique brokerage right on the corner of 14th and P. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were all just running around doing doing our thing. Were you at that brokerage until you went to Compass? No, no, no. We left that brokerage 
to go to Coldwell Banker. We yeah. we decided that we needed sort of a you know, I think the arc of most real estate agents is like you run around with a bunch of buyers and you might have a listing or two, but then, you know, you sort of evolve into being more of a listing and buyer's agent or just listings or some combination thereof. But we, as we were doing more listings, we felt like we needed more name recognition because and there more exposure, were, yeah. yeah, there were, you know, maybe we lost some listings yeah. and they sort of attributed it to a lot. Yeah. yeah, we love you guys, but we've never heard of your company. Yeah. And especially, you know, you sort of start to leave that little Logan pocket and mm -hmm. go to like Upper Northwest or the Hill or yeah. wherever else in the city and they've not heard of your brokerage and, and it became a hindrance after a while. So we went to, we, <laughs> we interviewed, we interviewed everywhere. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember this cultural LeBron. reference, but when LeBron was looking where he was going yeah. and he interviewed and everyone like hated LeBron because yes. he like talked to everyone and everyone's like, just, and I was like, I don't want to be LeBron. Yeah, we, just need a, we just need a pick. Finally, we, we just LeBron. need a pick. Very much so. Very much so. Um, so we went to Coldwell Banker. Nice. I was going to bring this up later, but I'm going to, I think it's a good segment here, which is you bring up a good point. You can have a great company, a great team, but if you don't have that name, it makes it very difficult. And I, first of all, especially I was, with the listings. Yes. Yeah, with the listings. Mm -hmm. Also hard in title. And I, wanted, I had on my list here to personally thank you guys and let you know that you were the big team that came over to use Ally Title. And it means a lot to us and it, it matters. When people see the Mandy and David team are using us, that helps the business. People are willing to give us a try. So, thank you know, you that, it, that. It's, and it's hard though for someone to take that jump. Yeah. You know, when we were looking at doing that, working together and joint ventures yeah. and all that stuff, it's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. You know, you don't know where it's going to be. And well, we were the first, very first, I yes. mean, that's another great story, but we were literally the <laughs> very first team to sign on for Compass. We were the, they bought, Compass acquired a local, a small local boutique yeah. firm, and then we were the first team to actively Join. This was a habit of yours. Take <laughs> it's funny though because we've been approached about a few other things subsequently, and, and Mandy's like, like "Always have to be first. Yeah, we always have to be first. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, makes sense." And this, yes, yeah, in this particular yeah. instance, yeah. that definitely makes sense. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, but yeah, so we we were a global banker for seven years. Something like that, yeah. And we loved being there. We weren't looking, and then yeah. Robert Reckon approached us. And I was eight months pregnant, and I was like, this is crazy. And David's like, it would be crazy to not do this, because this is the future. And so we, <laughs> I, I remember you I me waddled my pregnant <laughs> self up to New York. My doctor was like, I don't know that you should travel. And I was like, I'm going to Manhattan. Like, if something yeah. happens, But we did fly out where the, the, the hospitals yeah. were, yeah. I was like, I want to fax your records to yeah. this hospital. So we went up and interviewed in New York. And we took a contingent with us. So we had this small team at the time, smaller. And we had sort of our two principal agents were Shannon O'Farrell and Donnell Kearney. And Shannon was like, whatever you guys think I'm good with. And Donnell's like, I, we're, we've got a good thing. We, we were number seven in North, North America. America. Yeah. They like would fly us to Palm Beach. They'd fly us to LA. We'd speak with like the Jills of Miami. Yeah. And like it was like. Which this, is a big deal. <laughs> which is this whole thing. Which is, yeah. I mean, they're selling like, like 26 selling million. Star Island. Yeah, yeah, right. And we're, and we're like slogging a shit ton of condos. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Um, <laughs> and then. We went to New York and 
<laughs> I'm hugely pregnant. Robert Refkin is like making our espressos for us. Like yeah. the whole thing was ridiculously ridiculously funny. funny. But we, yeah, <laughs> we were like, this is definitely. But the best part is they were in this giant building. This is I thought this was one of the best things. Is they're in this giant building, and I then know what you're gonna say. yeah, and then like they, like we're up on like the seventh floor, and there's people bustling around or whatever. Was it the seventh, <laughs> right? like, and then like like the meeting ends, and we well we go into well, I mean there's so much about it that's crazy. Like we go into this conference room, and there's like the little guy with the teacup. <laughs> he's had his little tea, and he's like in his yeah. little sweater drinking tea, and he's like graduated from MIT and he's trying to explain the technology to yeah. us as he's like sipping on this tea and we're just like sounds good you, you seem smart <laughs> yeah you know it's it goes back to it's kind of that was a tipping point even for compass because mm. I mean for for their company I mean because they really grew fast once they got a couple of big names right it's, it's hard to <laughs> do that and no I, I want to go into more of this because I think it's like you know, a lot of times, this is my theory on kind of maybe in a sense how they got you. Like, it was important that the CEO of that company was meeting with you guys, right? Like, hey, and like, they, that's pretty cool that he was like, I understand. He was like coming down here. He was meeting people. Right. And you need someone like you guys on board. Right. Like, was, I mean, was it, if you had to choose it, was it because of Robert? Was it because of the technology? Was it because of everything? If you had to only like, think. I mean, Robert was great. Leonard Steinberg is w one of the most amazing humans that you will ever meet. And he was there, and he's just, do you know him? I he's South African. <laughs> With this fake British accent. He's like, he wears like the it's most so dapper, was... he's the most dapper dressed. He's, he's yeah. like one of the most successful agents in the country, and he's one of the kindest people you will ever come across. Like, yeah. And those two things don't often go together, sure. right? Yeah. Um, he comes from a very, like a huge place of abundance. Yeah. He shares, yeah. he sends an email out every single day and has since we've been at Compass. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. Like, yeah. every single, I mean, that's, can you imagine? No. <laughs> no, I, makes I my head hurt. Just from following Robert on social, like he still seems very involved, going to different. He locations, goes everywhere. He's people. face to face. He's all about that, and that's like a huge ethos of of the company and and his thoughts on you know how to be successful in this market. Um, but and Matt Spangler, Matt, yeah, who was the uh, chief marketing chief officer, marketing right? officer. But the funny story. Oh yeah. So the, anyway, so we, we're in the building. We're on like floor seven or floor twelve, whatever it was. We're in this. Uh, there's all this hustling and bustling on and Fifth stuff Avenue. on Fifth Avenue. It's beautiful. We're getting ready to leave because we had something. We're gonna go get lunch or something. And I was like, we should leave our bags here. So we left our bags. And as we're going down in the elevator, I said to Mandy, I said, it's good. We left our bags there so we can just come back and make sure it's not all a set. Like, <laughs> like remember that. Um, that movie with Michael Douglas in like yes, the, the night. Yes! Yeah, yes! Yeah, we were yeah. like, is it the game? Yeah. Like, yeah, are, there, are there price tags on these lamps? Is this yeah, real? Yeah, yeah. Which, we, we had a, not seen that. An amazing movie. Yeah, yeah. But we had a really funny call. Like it was yeah, the whole yeah. thing was really. We were like, is this real? Yeah. Is this even real? Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So we were the first team. So the first second market, the first team in the first second market to sign on to Compass and definitely a great decision on our part. But I think so, yeah. I also think that it was probably a great decision on Compass's part. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Try to get us. To well, how over. long from the time they first reached out till you went up to New York? Was it? Oh, it was like a week. Really? So yeah. it happened very quickly. So you got oh, yeah. happy with where you I mean, were. I was so pregnant. Yeah. I was like, we're not doing this. And I we announced that we were going to Compass when I was in the hospital giving okay. birth. Yes. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is true. 
Yeah, so it's been a good marriage that yes. you guys have had. I'm not just dating. Um, <laughs> tell me about you guys. Like, you know, you, I think you brought up earlier, she had an honest voice. Mm. And you're very direct yourself. How do you guys work together? What are your guys' strengths and weaknesses? I think that Manny is like by far one of the smartest people I've ever met in my entire life. And she has basically a photographic memory for anything that's number related. Um, I think that. Uh, is a strength. I think that um, <clears throat> sometimes. I, I think that sometimes she's. Sometimes it's not. Because I'm like, I remember that, and everyone else is like, I don't. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. I, I, I was gonna say. I think that whatever other strengths is, she can be fairly patient. Um, because we will. There would be times when we'd be driving around. I'd be like, oh, we should go see this house. It's gonna be perfect for them. And she's like, well, it's a hundred thousand dollars more than they can spend. And I'm like, I bet we should just still go see it. And I bet it'd be still be perfect for them. Um, I mean, I, but, yeah. so, but that's his magic power. Sometimes he will sell them that thing because, well, I'm like, this makes no sense, but let's go see it. And the next thing you know, David sold this house to these people. So, yeah, yeah. David's incredibly direct and straightforward, which is super helpful for me. And one of his mantras is there's no bad news, there's just news. Because I'm like, oh, I don't want to call these people and give them this bad news. Yeah. And he's like, it's just news. Yep. Kind of going back to the lady who didn't make it, you probably saw that it would be too painful for her to give that call. It was right? never going to be bad. It was always going to be bad news. It was never just going to be news. news. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. David has a bunch of isms, like Davidisms. So it's like there's no no bad news, just news. And like it's we're real. kangaroos. We can't kangaroos actually can't hop backwards. Ooh. So he's like, Ooh. be a kangaroo. Only just move, move forward. forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a it's your movie. Yeah, it's your movie. That's um, another one. Do you make it a drama or a comedy? It does, it's up to you. It's your, it's we your can movie. do whatever we want. It's your movie. Yeah. The, the memory thing is very interesting. Um, I don't remember much, unfortunately. So, but you know, like it's I have people from college who are like remember this. I'm like nothing. Not, not even anything at all. And I guess, unfortunately, in my family, we have a bad memory history. But um, growing up with Matt, I grew up with Matt Paulson, and he had a similar photographic memory. And like, it's just, it's just remarkable to me, because like, for me, it just does not exist. I have to, it's numbers, and I have to see it written. Yeah. Like, I can't hear it, I have to look at it. But if I see a number, I will generally remember it's, it. And if I read something, I will generally remember it's it. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy cool. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like cool. Cause you, you're, you know, you're like, well, what, what, you know, like, I mean, it'll be months later sometimes. And she's like, no, it's remember when it was blah, 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 blah. And I'm sometimes like, I doubt myself though. I'm like, it, I think it's around this. And then it is like, it's not like it's, and it's like, you know, to a decimal point, it's crazy. It is crazy. What is one piece of advice you guys feel like you're repeatedly giving your clients? One thing that again, another ism, Davidism is it's not, a baby you can give it back and I think I just said that to some clients recently who were like they had gone under contract you know buyer's remorse is a real thing and they were freaking out about it and like what might be wrong with the house and I was like you can either fix it or not you don't have to and you can sell it you can live here for a year or two and and it's not a baby you can give it back and like that has been That's something helpful. that we've said <laughs> for years for ye for years and years and years and I think that that is such a you know a comforting statement to people and sometimes when they feel like this is something that feels so forever like so beholden yep. to something and you're like 
you don't have to live in this house forever. I think the the other piece of advice we give a lot is you start the process before you think you should start the process because there is some education that goes through when you're buying and there's some education that goes through when you're selling. And so I think that Mandy always says, you know, start it about six months, three to six months before you think you really need to start because that way you can begin to get information and figure out how best to move forward in order to maximize the result regardless of what it might be. Well, and these listings, you know, like how often do we slam these listings on the market because people are like, I want to be on the market and three weeks, but I've got three weeks worth of work to do. And you know, if we had just started like three months ago, we could have done this at a really comfortable pace because we want the house to be as perfect as it can when it's ready to go on the market. And we wave our magic wand and you know, we do a lot of behind the scenes of getting it, you know, from the before to the after photo and to not have that be a complete stress situation is helpful. So I think like, that would be my advice to all sellers. Call your real estate agent several months before you think you're ready to go so that we can start getting the house ready, yeah, I mean, at it's, least. And it's the thing is too, is it's not like, the funny thing about people sometimes is they're like, oh, I don't wanna waste your time and this on the other. And like seeing something in the market <clears throat> is always valuable. So like even if it's a thought in your mind, you should call and talk to an agent and have them come over. Because if somebody came to my house right now and was like, hey, <clears throat> I know you're not gonna move, but I have $8 million and I just wanna live in this location, I would sayonara, like I would be out, you know? Right. I mean, and, and I think that that's true of the seller. Like, they may just be exploring it. They may not quite be ready, but for the right amount of money and for the right opportunities, maybe you're more ready than you think you are. And I think that that is something that Mandy's always been really good at conveying to people. Yeah, I, I can see it on the buy side. Like, hey, I'm thinking I'm interested in buying. Maybe I can see stuff. So I was wondering on the sell side, like, do people reach out like, I, I don't want to sell, but I'm still reaching out to you. Is that a thing? Or is it more like, you know, how do they, is that not? Uh, you know, I think we have like, we have a, a couple right now that's thinking about relocating sometime, like to be closer to their kids and grandkids. It's not imminent, but it's like, it might be in six months, it might be in two years, yeah. but they did the right thing. You know, they called us and they're like, walk through the house, like, what do we need to do to get this house ready? So we can sort of wrap our head yeah. around when it's the right time for us, yeah. like what do, what do we need to have prepared in that case? So. I mean, you can't give them pricing. You know, because it's... You can't give them pricing. You should be like, today, if you right. sold it today. Yeah, you can give them imminent pricing, but you can't sort of give them long-term pricing, and I think that that's the... Yeah. Well, the Mandyisms, value is a moment in time. Value that's is a moment in time. Value is a moment in time. Value is a moment Tell in time. Tell us about that. Um, just when we go to price houses, like if people are like, we're selling in three months or six months, help us get the house ready. I'm always like, value is a moment in time. I, we can tell you what the house is worth now. And by what it's worth, we can give you a range because without us buying it, we cannot predict what the house is worth. But we can tell you what the market will probably bear right now. But if the house next door for you goes on the market and sells sure. for $500,000 more or less, yep. that is going to affect your value. Of course. And, and then obviously all the other economic factors in the world that can... Not much can go wrong. Not much can go <laughs> So on value is a moment yeah, in time is like my favorite that. thing to say. On yeah. the ism front, uh, why don't you share another ism about each other? Gosh, I've, I've given oh all gosh. the David isms. The kangaroo, <laughs> yeah. no bad news. <laughs> That's all true. I, gosh, I, I mean, you're you're just it's more not a baby. <clears throat> yeah, you're just more like a little bit more intermittently profound. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'll, take like, it. I'll take intermittently profound. Yeah, no, you are. Like you'll say something, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a whole different way of looking at it that I've never considered. I mean, I think that that's part of the the magic that's there. I'll give you an interesting 
example. It's like uh, sometimes buying the least expensive thing isn't always of good service to the community. Sometimes you need to buy the thing that's in the, like shop at the shop that's a little bit more expensive yeah. that's in the community because it serves a greater purpose within the community. And I think that <clears throat> a lot of times when you come from an environment where you're not accustomed to sort of thinking about life that way, sort of having somebody, that person is Mandy, sort of expose you to that philosophy sure. is really like a huge growth moment. And I feel like- at, Are we talking like fast fashion? No, I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, just all the things. Nice, like, nice things. Like all the things, like you're Worthy like, investment. you'll support, like if you could get something ordered from Amazon or you could get something from Each Peach, you're gonna go to Each Peach in Mount Pleasant to support the local to support business because yeah. yeah. that yeah. serves the community. So it's like, it's and it, yeah, and it's and it's like universal. And, and, and it should be especially true for real estate agents because you get what you pay for sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes it's important to support the community. And I want to support an agent that supports the local business and the local business should support those agents. And I think that that is a that is a reference point that Mandy brought into my life 20 years ago. Yeah, I was, I was talking or I was listening to a guy, he owns a cyber security company. And he was saying, you know, I have a $2,000 suit, I have this, and it all matters when I go to meet with the people I go meet with. So I'm trying to sell $50 million contracts, and I'm trying to, and so success, in a sense, begets success. I don't know if that's where you're going with that to a degree or not. I know. It's, it's like just for the job you want is like a sales mantra, and it's not that. No, it's not so, that. Okay. It's like, Even though <clears throat> there is a space for that, I sure. believe that, dress for the job you want, and sometimes that might be jeans and a t-shirt because you want to do... Yeah. Yeah, just, we're both wearing jeans. Just, no, just, no, no, just for the life you want too. Yeah, you know what I mean? But life. this is more of like a philosophy. Like it's, I think that fast fashion is like the best metaphor. It's like, you know, you, you can buy something really cheaply and then you throw it away and it goes into a landfill. Or you can buy, you can spend more money on a well-made piece of clothing that you're gonna have forever or yeah. you're gonna pass down to somebody and because it's gonna be still in really good condition to pass mm -hmm. down to somebody. And you can order that thing on Amazon to be dropped at your front door, but you can also walk up to the local store yeah. and that local shop owner is adding to the fabric of the community and they're maybe also donating to the school that your kids are walking to. Yep. and. They're also living in the community, and they're employing people in the community. So it's like so a ripple effect yeah, of well, like, fine. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that that is something that, <clears throat> you know, sometimes when you look at, sometimes I think when you talk to some agents, there's a very black and white like, what's the lowest cost? What's the yeah. this yeah. that and the other? Like, just get it from Costco. Or philosophically, Mandy's like, well, if we can get it from Costco, let's just get it from up the street. It's five dollars more. That's, but yeah. we're supporting <clears throat> sure. so yeah, many people it, it, that... Right, it's such a small increment, ultimately, in terms of supporting the community. I think that that is a really important thing that she has always brought to, the, to this business. I will say that one of the things that is different about us, but is, has been a nice compliment through the years, is like David is very process-oriented. So everything in our business that has to do with the process is all David. Like David is, and he's hired people to help consult with him, but he has set up like, everything that makes our company run like a well-oiled machine like it 100% falls on his shoulders he is orchestrated you know masterminded all that and i'm sort of more like out. And my husband loves to tell me that because the, the people around me work it out for me, but <laughs> uh, but come see, come see. Sure is good to me. <laughs> yeah. But I think like when he says these, Matt, he makes me sound so magical, and I very much appreciate it. But I sort of take on a like a more 
broad view of like, you know, the feeling and the direction and all of that. But I think like it's hard not to have both of those pieces makes sense. at the same time. And I think like, you know, even though you're incredibly emotional person <laughs> you're unfortunately in business you're so process oriented yes. and i think that that makes him a great real estate agent too because it's he's he follows a process he knows when to leave it sometimes i think but, sometimes yeah. but like the structure and logistics are definitely not my strong suit and i think that things happen you know it's but like the magic I, is. I, hey, I it's can, the magic though, i right? can think i but, yeah. but the, that's the thing is like I can think of a million great ideas, but, yeah. but if there's, if there's no execution. <laughs> and you don't really hear a ton about like two people are exactly the same and there's this great magic, right? You have to have those different perspectives. The yin and yang. Right? Every real estate agent is going to do the 20 same things. You know, you're all, all going to hire a professional photographer. You're all, you all are aware enough of the market that you probably know how to price it. And you're going to do all this marketing and you're going to, what are your differentiators? And one thing that you have, have said quite frequently is that we care more. We legitimately care about what happens with our clients and even the customers. Like we feel everybody should be treated fairly on both sides of you know the deal. And everybody deserves good service. Everybody deserves good service. And it's, it comes back to like what a great company to work for because the mission statement is everybody deserves a place in the world. And I think like that rings, I say that all the time. It rings so true for me. And I think like a lot of real estate agents and unfortunately a lot of successful real estate agents might not have that same like. They don't remember. That's what I think. They don't rem I personally feel like they don't remember what it was like to be that buyer. I mean, you said it yourself. They, you I got said, a I think property in 2020, and I said I think all real estate agents should have to buy a property every like five to ten years yeah. to understand, like how those emotions are so big. Sure. And it's like you get jaded. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're fine. No, it makes sense. And then, in our like, industry, too, yeah. the processors are stressed out, of course. And it's like you know, there's some questions I've heard a lot of times. Like, remember, you know, when you bought a house, or you know, think about how frightening that is. So right. You have to you have to step back sometimes. And right. I, I, and I like to think that they, I, I mean, I get, try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I like to think that they just don't remember. Like, it's not a, yeah. but, but I mean, there have been times when we've talked to people and they're, they'll say, just tell them to sign the thing. Like, just have them sign the thing, like, whatever. And, and I, or, you know, I can make them sign this thing. And I'm like, well, just make them do it. And <laughs> I'm just like, that's, cr I mean, for us, philosophically, that was just crazy. We would sure. never say that to somebody. Yeah, it's underrated, right? And then I have, I'm sure your clients, they are like, they truly believe they actually care for me. So when you're sitting there, three years later, and they're like, oh, I've gotten this many mailers, but you know what? Like, Mandy and David truly care, I'm calling them up. And I think that's underrated, when you really think of a differentiator, because most people aren't thinking about that when they're looking at their marketing strategy. And I think we really believe in giving back to the community, and I think that's something that's really on both of our hearts. Like, you know, you say grocery stores and schools anchor a community, and I think, like, for us to be able to come in and, like, give money to some of the neighborhood schools, or, you know, give money to End Street Village or do a coat drive and a canned food drive for Martha's Table. It's like, we believe that everyone in the community, it goes back to the mission statement, um, that everybody deserves a place in the world, but everybody deserves our same love and care. And like, if we're getting, if we're successfully selling homes in a community, that community deserves as much care as we are able to give them as well. Yeah.
<laughs> Which she said. Talking about remembering, you guys have been in the industry for a few years, so you probably remember <laughs> some of the tough times, whether that be you know, 2007, oh, exactly oh, yeah, around there. Yeah. You know, and one thing that I actually wrote down was, you know, what will you remember about 2023? Because that was a bit of a challenge. We had a great year. Yeah. We did have a good year. I mean, honestly, yeah, like, we had, I mean, we had a good year. But we I mean, did. our team was a little bit down, but our team was <clears> down. <throat> but we personally yeah. had a pretty good year. I mean, I think that fortitude, you know, like, I think that you never know what's coming, right? Yeah. And, and it's hard to prepare for what you don't know is going to happen. And so I think, like, trying to have amazing systems and processes in place and having an ethos of, of caring and giving back has luckily supported us in the times that can be a little bit more problematic because at the end of the day people still buy and sell yeah. all the time for whatever life changes they're going and through. I, and I think you have to acknowledge that to yourself. I think that sometimes if you have a bad year, I mean, everybody has a bad year. Everybody has a bad year. <clears throat> but you, I think you sometimes have to acknowledge to yourself that that there are still people buying and selling houses yeah. no matter what. I'm going to seem like I'm from 1920, but Zig Ziglar <clears throat> made a fortune selling stuff in during the Depression. Sure. And I'm like, if people during the Depression were able to buy whatever Zig Ziglar was selling, there's always people that are willing to buy something if you have a good product or a good service. And need to buy something. That's, that's what it, yeah. Right. Yeah. People are relocating. People are needing bigger space because they've gotten married or had babies or, yeah. you know, unfortunately, Death or divorce and downsizing and yeah. all of that. I mean, experience so. matters. And when you get into a experience you know, tough market, you know, they, but they, I feel like, I mean, I've read this a couple times, but sometimes the best teams, they're going to benefit more from these markets because people are going to be like, look, I'm not just going to hire the person down my street anymore. I'm going to do a little research right. here and I'm going to get the people that truly understand this and mm -hmm. all that. So mm -hmm. uh, hopefully that will continue to benefit you guys as hopefully. we deal with the tough market. You know, I'm feeling more positive this year, just be honest. To that, it just feels a little better, just the vibes. And, you know, we always prepare for the worst here. Mm -hmm. What do you guys have coming up for the Manny and David team in the future? You know, what, 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 is the, what does the future look like for you? You know, I think we're excited for interest rates to come down a little bit. I think that that has definitely had a lot of consumer scared and I think unfortunately for us the media heavily exacerbates yeah. that and I'm hoping that you know sometimes the news cycle is not our friend mm. so I'm hoping the news cycle is our friend. News cycle <laughs> be our friend. Yeah you know I don't really know what's going to happen I think we all just double down and plug along and you know everybody just tries to do the best that they possibly can I mean I think that we're always interested in picking up some shoes and trying them on and walking <laughs> walking around in them I think that if you know people are you know interested in a career in real estate we're a great place to to start that career I think new year new you gives me this like what's wrong with the old me, you yeah. right like <laughs> like you know New year, let's continue to provide the same amazing service and care and processes and solutions to everybody's home buying and selling needs. Yeah. On the Zig Ziglar front, right? Mm -hmm. so he's, he's invested in industries when the market is bad. So, you know, as you're looking at people out there interested in real estate, I mean, do you think now is a good time to be a real estate agent and to start a career? I think that real estate is a lifestyle in a lot of ways. And so I think that if you're not prepared to live the lifestyle, then it's a very hard career to 
to take, honestly. I think sometimes when you start in a hard market and survive, you're a better real estate That's agent. True. And I think we both started in a really, really, really tough market. Mm -hmm. And I think we're better for it. But I think that David's right. I think that there is a lot of like glamour yes. in the thought of real estate. And, and, we, and oh. we love to talk about all the glamorous things that I make David get to do. No. I do, do you remember? Do you remember when we would? Oh my gosh! People would be like, "Oh, hey, I want to be a real estate agent," and we're like, "Let me tell you what that looks like." And then we're like, "So basically, they're like, I watch HGTV." And I, <laughs> yeah, and you show the three properties, and then they buy one. That seems great. This is terrific. And I'm like, "Well, really, what happens is, is so." You decide. You remember this? Yeah, yeah. You decide. You still say it. You decide to get drinks with your friends at like six, and so you're gonna meet them out at a restaurant at six o'clock. And then what happens is, is you get a phone call, and you're like, "Oh, you guys, I'm gonna be right back. Go ahead and just order something, and I'll just be right back in." And then you go stand outside, and you're on your phone, and you're watching like them order, and you're still on your phone, and they're like, "So what do you want to do? Do you want to go ahead and increase? You know, do you want to do you want to increase your escalation, or do you want to stay put?" Oh, you're gonna to need to talk with your dad? Okay, no problem. Okay, call, call me back. So you go back inside and you sit down and you're like, you flag the waiter down and then you're like, uh, I'll have whatever and you get whatever drink and then just as the waiter is bringing your drink, the phone rings again and you pop up and you run back outside and it's, you know. You didn't get the drink first though. No, you didn't get yeah, a drink, no. Like it gets, it's like, no, like, right, because you can't take the drink outside because you're on the street because you don't want everybody's, you know, in your business because there's probably a real estate agent that's gonna swoop in and, you know, but anyway, take your offer. So anyway, um, you go and then you're, and you're leaving a message and then you go back in and right when you sit down, they call you back. And so then you have then to go you back have, out. Right, and then you order dinner and then like, so, so basically. You're, you're watching your friends eat and drink through yes. the window while you're outside waving at them. The truth about Working real estate. That is literally the truth about it. That's yeah. it. And then don't forget when the other call comes in. Oh, I'm someone. Something's wrong with my house. You sold it to me three years ago. What do I do? Yeah, no. But it's that whole negotiation piece that takes place. I mean, that, honestly, that is the reason why we had our first client party because we just never got to see anybody because we would always be with them outside the restaurant, looking at them, enjoying themselves through the window. And finally, we were just like, we should have a client party yeah. and invite all of our friends and all of our clients, which yep. sometimes then became the same and then yep. actually be able to enjoy yeah. it with them. And some of our best friends in the whole world we met through real estate selling them houses. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming. It was great seeing you guys. And Thanks um, for having us. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it was fun. fun. Next yeah. time, maybe we'll have some drinks. Not next dry January. Not dry January. Yeah, not dry yeah, January. We'll have some drinks next time. For those people out there interested in working with you guys or maybe joining your team, what's the best way to find you guys? Team at Mandy and David. You can find us on Insta at Mandy and David. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. That's the easiest way. Yeah. Hey, thank you so <laughs> much. com. Yeah, love yeah, that one too. Love you. Love you. Miss you. Yeah, yes. see you soon. This was so fun. Really. Oh, dude, that was great. I mean,